Hi, welcome to the Coffee Chat Podcast. This week I spoke to Chelsea Pope about all things groundlings and comedy. I know Chelsea from her work that she's posted online and I am an avid follower and she is one funny lady. And with the power of social media, I reached out and here she is on my podcast. So grab a coffee and enjoy the chat. Welcome to the Coffee Chat Podcast. Thanks for coming on and joining Thanks me. Thanks for having me. Thank awesome. Yes. <laughs> You're welcome. Awesome. Um, so yeah, I just, let's just start off by you kind of just like introducing yourself to the world and like who you are, what's your deal, however way you want to take that. For sure. Yeah. This was, this feels like exactly like a job interview. I love it. <laughs> You're welcome. Great. Thank you. I need this practice because, because uh, I've got, at some point I'm going to have to go get a job again in the midst of this pandemic. Right. Uh, yeah. Right. Uh, well, so hi, I'm Chelsea. Uh, Hello. I do, I do comedy. I'm in LA. Uh, I'm a uh, uh, at, at this point, I'm still a member of the Groundling System. <laughs> so uh, TBD on what's going to happen with that. Well, I do know that after, uh, you know, once we do come back, they're going to have yeah. us, I believe they're going to have us do three months. So, um, well, hopefully there's that, right? <laughs> you uh, never know. Right. Uh, other than that, I've just, I mean, I've been doing sketch and uh, stand up uh, for, for a minute. Yeah. So uh, that's. God, I'm so boring. That's it. No, I love it. And you're like, um, and bye. That's it, everyone. Thanks and for that's listening. the podcast. Thanks for listening. Ooh. That's all you need to know. <laughs> I guess, okay, so I guess we'll start because you mentioned the groundlings. How mm-hmm. did you start with that? Was that something you always wanted to do? Because you're now like at the Sunday Company, which I believe is like, not the end of it because they have Sunday Company and Main Company, but like, it's, you know, it's, it's definitely as much that's it's beyond what anyone could you could hope like myself could have hoped for so I'm I'm extremely grateful uh yeah I well let's see I transferred to UCLA got a degree in English lit um Mm -hmm. 2011 was when I came to LA actually so I should I probably shouldn't reveal my LA age but that's like I've been I've been out here You've for been a around. minute You've been yeah around. I I didn't like I didn't wake up and be good at any any of the stuff I I definitely wanted to do it longer than I was um capable of doing so but uh yeah I took my first I did take my first groundlings class in fall of 2011 and yeah. um over the course of basically the entirety of my 20s I was kind of in and out of that theater and school um the you know the way that their classes work you take a level and regardless of what the results are those results are valid for up to a year which is crazy yeah right so I I always took the full year so that's if you want to I mean if you really want to take advantage for the of the uh of the price tag of doing whether it's Groundlings UCB and Second City any of these um these uh institute these fine institutions that that cost a bit of a pretty penny if you if you don't oh, yeah. procure a scholarship of some kind yeah. uh i strongly recommend that you uh do you do, do you do the outside work before you come in to mm-hmm. each each level like uh and and expect to repeat too i repeated every yeah. single level so wow yeah, yeah I, I like i said i wasn't i didn't start doing improv i didn't start doing groundlings like 
super strong at it. I'm sure there are people I took uh, basic, intermediate. I'm sure there are people and I took every level with who are like, how did she get into Sunday Company? But I, I played the long game. And this is, yeah. it's like those men that, um, that talk about like, when they like met their their future wives right and their wife like oh she wouldn't give me the time of day but I never gave up I played the long game and we're You're married that person. now <laughs> yeah I'm not I'm the I oh god I'm the Richard Nixon of Sunday company right? <laughs> he used to I, I I think of him first off as someone who was like I his wife had said something in an interview where she was talking about oh he I was definitely not attracted to him when we met but uh you know he wore me down. <laughs> uh, I was, oh uh, yeah, I was not a confident uh, performer by any means. I'm still, I'm still definitely learning, but uh, yeah. you know, if you, if you take the time, you know, it's, it's kind of like, I guess it's kind of like Ratatouille where like anyone, <laughs> anyone can cook. It's like, I, I think, I think anyone can do, I think anybody can, can reach a certain level of improv. And I hope that doesn't sound like too privileged of me to say because there are a lot of outside right. factors and a lot of things that um there are a lot of things that unpredictably may dictate your success level at yeah, any one of these sure. schools that is comedy is subjective um mm, yeah you know uh but yeah I mean I'm super grateful to be where I am and and again yeah I took I, I repeated every level and I usually took om almost the full year between each class. And that's how you, yeah, can, so that's you how can, you stretch it out and it literally can take you, uh, like in my case, it took me um, just shy of a, of a decade yeah. to, <laughs> to where I am. So I, I hope that sort of demystifies uh, a little bit of, of how, how someone can get to from point A to point B a little bit. But I mean, you know, ask away too, because I'm happy to answer specific questions regarding, yeah, regarding no, that, all that. Yeah, no, I'm just so intrigued because obviously I just started in the Groundlings on their online so, classes, which is amazing. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's so funny you say that because I do find the, te I mean, at least just in my experience, because I'm definitely at, at the beginning, but the teachers are like, even at my audition, they dropped hints and they were like, just letting you know, if you don't get in, it's okay. There's other schools. And I was like, yeah for sure. Um, <laughs> but you know, I really want to get into this one, but that's cool. Thank you for that. Um, that's funny. I remember that when I was doing Groundlings too, yeah. and I, was, I was in my, at almost every level of Groundlings, they go out of their way on the first day to be like, like this, listen, kid, don't get your hopes up. This ain't a fast track to SNL. They a little, oh, yeah. <laughs> maybe less sassy. Some of, some of them, I don't mean some of them actually were pretty sassy, but. Oh yeah, no. Uh, yeah. Some of them were very like, just, which I like appreciate, but yeah. I do know I was talking to someone and they were like, oh, I'm scared now. And I was just like. I, you know, it's, you it's, know? there's something, I think there's something to be said on both sides of the coins. I remember early yeah. on, um, I was fortunate enough to have some positive class experiences mm. early on at Groundlings that I think gave me that that uh glimmer of stick with it and mm. that's something that I I definitely thrive on and need I like oh, having sure, a, I a more um I don't want to say like I, I want to be coddled I definitely don't want to be coddled yeah. but I, I I'm that, like you know little push the, the like validation like the little bit just to be yeah like, keep going you yeah. got this yeah you, I can, you. you can get uh you know I mean, at every level, technically, you can get cut, but they usually yeah. don't cut you in the improv levels. They'll let you 
repeat what you need to as many times yeah. as you can and until you hit your limit if you're really not like, just getting it yeah or yeah. you know they're just um yeah essentially if it, if it's like you're really hitting a it's again it's a very privileged take for me to have and I know this is not the case yeah. for everyone but I do think that um with consistent application and some strategization it's 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 perfectly feasible for you to want to at least complete the improv levels. Yeah, There's no guarantee true. to what your teacher might say or think of, of you going on to writing lab or, or <laughs> advanced lab and, and so on and so forth. And a lot of that is just, um, I mean, you really, you, you have to kind of leave some of that up to the fates a little bit. And that's that has that. very little to do with your talent. Yeah. Um, uh, I just lost my train of thought. But <laughs> I mean, I could just ramble on and on about all this stuff because it's just I'm so cute for it. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just so intrigued to hear about it. I guess also having it going into the program and study at the beginning. It's just very Mm -hmm. nice to like. So thanks for chatting about it, honestly. Oh, no, I'm happy to. I think, you know, you're brave doing this stuff online too because online is so. I mean, I I guess there's pros and cons to it. It's definitely a pro Mm -hmm. that they're at least like sticking with it and that they're still. This is true. They're still teaching and. I think we're all learning how to get better with, with, with doing online. And, and, and I think nowadays it's like, you have to, you have to really know how to conduct yourself online and, and, you know, like, yeah, eventually like make your own content, like be your own hype man, your own brand, so to speak. And, and it's almost kind of like the, the pedigree of these schools is, is certainly, uh, it, it, it is not necessary to be successful yeah. or in order to be successful to have to uh reach a certain point it doesn't hurt but it's like yeah no I yeah you know but it's like it, and like in your case you know I've been watching your videos I love your yeah. stuff and I think oh, you're doing you. all the right things and um it's it, it, developing that muscle and just becoming yeah. more consistent and you know one or two people who are like watching your your stuff and and becoming better acquainted with you and they, they you know they develop sort of like a, a trusting uh fanhood yeah <laughs> a liability factor with being consistent yeah. you know and then like at, over time you you do get better yeah. more, it's just with you be put in the 10,000 hours with a little bit of applied right. pressure exactly right <laughs> you have to challenge yourself you can't just like sit yeah. on a, at a piano bench <laughs> and bounce your fingers on the keys for 10,000 hours and get good, you know? Um, No, I agree. And also same to you. Like I watch your stuff. I actually don't, I think (laughs) this is going to sound kind of creepy. I think I found your Instagram because I was, because obviously I went on the growlings and I looked at like who was in there. Like, so no, that's, 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 ideal. that's I, right? I, I hope, you know, like it was in my bio. It was. For reason. I, I thoroughly, I'm so I love it. For it. <laughs> I want know, to like, follow it. I can, I can tell you like, you're truly an outlier in that capacity <laughs> to, well, at least in, sh- in, certainly in sharing that, which is like, it's reassuring, like, oh, it was, it, so it wasn't like desperate. It wasn't desperate of me to be like, come to my social medias, please. That was, no, follow me. You know, I like, great. Especially- went out of my way for this pedigree. Like, please be my friend now. God. <laughs> Reach out to me, please. 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 I want the followers. <laughs> Any friends. Please. Like, wait. <laughs> true, though. But I yeah. did. I found it through there. And then I went to your page. And then I went on a, I think I must, I think I actually might have messaged you like a long time ago and 
being like, oh my god, I'm obsessed with you. Like you're. Funny. I'm so. I hope I if I if I didn't see it, I'm super sorry. Oh, you did. Oh, That's okay. because then you followed me back, and I was oh, like, okay, cool. Oh, okay, I was cool. like, I was like, okay, this is happening. I was like, wow, awesome. thanks. No, yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> who we are now. It's but you know I I uh, uh, you know I I my favorite food is compliments. So Same. you know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. No, but it's also just like it's just nice to be like, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, just it's just nice to be on like anybody's radar and 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 especially like when when someone like yourself like takes the time like really does go out of their way to to say kind words. That's like so awesome. So you know, like yeah, like and it's you know like we're we're all we're all brands or whatever in this field, but like we're, we're all people too. And I, and all of the, those, those communications are like yeah. certainly not, uh, not without deep appreciation on my part. So. Back yeah. at you. Back at you. I'm <laughs> so cute. Where are you at on the program right now? If I, if I may. Um, how dare you ask? No. <laughs> well, I, you know, I don't, I, I, I try to say that like in a neutral way. Cause like, whether no. you're in, in improv A or like, no, yeah, yeah. I, like, I don't think I don't, there's all of it's cool. Like, you know. um, no, I'm in the basic at the moment. So right. I'm like almost half, well, no, I'm not almost halfway. I'm out of what? Four out of 12 sessions that they have. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's um, it's good. Well, I was actually gonna just add. This is just be an improv Wait. chat now. Cool. Um, you whatever, whatever you want, man. I'm, I'm, <laughs> you're like, you, I'm you here. <laughs> We're not going anywhere. I know. Sorry, I'm gonna go now. Um, yeah. Well, yeah, because it's interesting because you know how you said you like repeated some levels, and because mm-hmm. if we go back, like obviously my teacher just mentioned it. <laughs> <laughs> last class, third class and he's like yeah just letting you know guys we're always grading you our teachers we have to look back at every one of you and you know we see if we pat and I was like which is cool but it's always that little bit of like I'm about to do like a scene and I'm like oh shoot <laughs> yeah it, it's so hard to divorce that I've I've yeah. certainly every level I have had to deal with that yeah um, yeah I mean like like a basic improv I actually didn't have to repeat that one, but I did it because um, when I started taking Groundlings classes, had like basically no improv experience, right? And like I was dating a guy who was big with like Orange County improv and he was on a team out there. He was regularly performing and um, I wanted to take improv classes for a while. And like, of course I was looking at Groundlings in particular because I was definitely... I was very unoriginal in my thinking. I was, a, I, I, my tastes are pretty, I don't want to say basic, but it, it, basic. they are. But yeah, it's not I like, feel you. I don't say that with a negative connotation yeah. towards anyone who also was like, just like a big, like 90s SNL, Will Ferrell and uh, mm-hmm. Kristen Wiig, although she's more like, um, you know, the early thousands and early tens kind of talent, but like a those people had a, a considerable impact on myself and many others around my yeah. age, I think that came to Groundlings. And um, I saw that they had in the, the basic, like the, or sorry, improvs workshop A and B, the non-audition yeah. levels. I was strongly considering just starting there. And yeah. uh, my boyfriend at the time was also looking at taking classes and he was like, oh, well, you know, this is, if you, audition I'll audition with you oh. and then uh 
we so we both auditioned because I you know I'm, I'm codependent like that and I just was like oh yeah I would feel much safer if I, I feel you did this all with me yeah. so we auditioned and um I and I ended up passing into basic that way which was yeah. very cool um and because I really didn't have a gauge for how challenging the school was I didn't really have like a yeah. I hadn't really been in LA or made any friends in LA at that point so it's not like it's not like uh, I could hear from other people the reputation mm -hmm. of, of the the difficulty level of yeah. groundlings or anything. Like when I passed the audition, I was kind of like, "Oh, this is this is nice. Hard. Maybe it's maybe it's easy. Maybe this just comes real <laughs> natural to me." And then I took basic, and it was yeah. like a very uh, that was a weird experience because I would sort of go mm -hmm. into class kind of coming in and out of feeling either very confident yeah. or like I what am I doing here? All these other people came from like uh, BFA theater programs are yeah. like all these other people in class are at, at least ag eligible. I don't even, I've never even been on camera. I don't know anything. And like, yeah. I was, I had to just really try to divorce myself from that comparison, mm -hmm. which has been very difficult every level. Yes. Yeah, um, sure. And uh, I, you know, I took, I took with a teacher who I think, uh, I think it was a double-edged sword. It was good and bad that he passed me in that, mm -hmm. in, in the first go around, because, um, I think it was, it was a wonderful confidence boost to get that pass. Um, I think in a lot of ways I wasn't actually ready to pass basic the first time. Mm -hmm. And then when I, and then I waited like almost a full year to take intermediate, I hadn't done any improv in between. And sure enough, it was like, so hard <laughs> and yeah. I just remembered being so intimidated every class there were a couple people who weren't super nice you know and then that oh, happened gosh. not everyone's going to be your friend and um you know especially if you're dealing with some confidence and hesitation issues yeah. you know there you're going to go up you're like like right now everything's virtual but like but someday you eventually you <laughs> we get to have physical classes again you know you they're like okay I need two people up and like I would be like scared to step up because when I'd step up, I'd be yeah. like, oh God, is if I step up, like, is there going to be that awkward moment where like, no one wants to step up with me? And like, oh, that actually yeah. did happen. I was a really shy performer and it yeah. felt like I didn't belong. And so I had to repeat intermediate. And so mm -hmm. I want to say like six months after that, I went back and took basic and I I also took some of like the lower level like wow classes that at yeah. least time were available if you had started the program like one offs and um, oh wow that's and then I went back to intermediate retook that uh, and it, that's just that's just like a, a sample that's just like a two a that's just like a two to that's like a two ish year window of yeah. my time it was just that and then I took a lot of and then I took like a lot of time away to just try out UCB because at one yeah, point I was like maybe that's more my tribe and mm -hmm. uh, I you know I think you I can feel you. you can find I think you can find your tribe anywhere in mm -hmm. some ways but I also don't say that like it's an easy thing either you know no, it's everyone is so worried about their own success and their own journey that uh yeah. I mean especially in this industry mm -hmm. you know there's and it's like um, and I mean, at the moment, like the classes that I have done, at least online, I've mm -hmm. been very lucky that everyone has been quite supportive and that seems, I mean, even though right. it's online, but you can still gauge with people online. Yeah. But, you know, there's still those people, you know, there was one in my improv and it was just like, 
I, even though it was online, it's just like, I really didn't want to go up with her. It was just like, it was just, you know, it was a lot. Yeah. You, um, you meet those yeah. people like everywhere. You exactly. Go, at every level. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, <laughs> I mean, well-meaning to, to everyone I've taken yeah, class. No, same. Most part, same. But, but uh, <laughs> you know, it's just, that's, that's, that's the world we're in. That's the nature of it, you know? Yeah. And like, and, and as long as you just, just know that, it's totally okay if you are not, if you're like, I, I used to do, I, I still like will, will when I'm feeling really unsure of myself yeah. and I get in that comparison headspace and I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, well, this person's had more successful work than me or this person's done this or that or whatever. It's like, it's truly okay if you, yeah. uh, at least in your mind are like, oh God, I'm like, I'm like the least experienced or I'm kind of like the, I'm the one who's like struggling the most or getting the most notes after all the scenes. Like (laughs) that's totally okay. Like that's, yeah, that's absolutely no bearing on your potential or your, you know, your tenacity or your ability to, to, to thrive as a creative just because you are struggling at any level. Or even if you, you, you get cut entirely from the program that I've seen people who like, I think once they sort of had that that mercy cut, if you will, from groundlings, yeah. they were finally free to do, to really serve themselves instead of trying to like shape themselves around a program that wasn't a great fit, you know? Because yeah. that's also, okay. that's something I was constantly questioning because I spent so much time um, kind of like really slowly wading through the program. Uh, <laughs> yeah. And yeah. at one point it was just kind of like, uh, I, I've gotten more than one email from the school during my time that was like at the end of my year, my uh, results, like they were about yeah. to expire and they're like, oh, you better enroll. You're going to, and I'd be like, ah, you know, here we go. All right. If I get cut, I get cut. I got to do it. I don't know if I, I still don't know if I feel ready or if I ever, or I ever will, but anyway. Yeah. <laughs> no, I love that. That's, that's actually really inspiring. Like, it's just it's, nice to hear that and just like, hmm. Because I think sometimes it can be a bit like, oh well, you didn't pass, so oh, it's it's you know truly, what I mean. It's like it's so not, and 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 you will definitely if you if you haven't already experienced this, like you will certainly mm-hmm. meet people who put so much, who put so much emphasis on on groundlings, or they've yeah. they've really, um, you know, they've made a community for themselves there, and that's perfectly fine. Oh, but if, sure. if if at any point you're just not really, you're not really vibing, don't don't push it. <laughs> yeah. Or like yeah. just know, just know that it's okay that you're not, um, like I wasn't like constantly, well, I guess, you know, I, want, I mean, one point I was like working there, so I was there a lot, but like yeah. I stopped working there and I was, um, you know, I took some time away and then I, I kind of made this promise to myself that I would, you know, I would go and see shows and whatnot when I could, which was difficult because yeah. I, I've always, I feel like I've always been working like two restaurant jobs at a time to make this yes. work. It's very difficult to live in LA. Yeah. So it's hard to get nights off to see shows. But uh, uh, I said, you know, aside from going to the shows and trying to kind of at least loosely stay in the loop of what's going on, I'm not going to pressure myself to be anybody's best friend in all of this. Yeah. I'm going to try and treat this like an educational experience. I'm going to try and just not get too worked up if 
uh, any given level doesn't work out. Of course, when I'm in the thick of any class, especially in writing an advanced lab, I got like, yeah. you know, you spend so much time when you do those, you quickly become very, very results oriented. And yeah, uh, yeah for just, sure. Just remembering once you're outside of all that, once mm. that's not happening, you know, you can focus on yourself. You can just focus on your own stuff again and and not worry about having to fit like the groundlings model of comedy because i've seen a, yeah. a, again i can't stress enough that that it is so not contingent uh upon like your 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 success yeah. in comedy your success as a writer as a performer of, of whatever you want like none of that is is truly dictated by any yeah. comedy school yeah you know yeah. no i i agree like i heard yeah. what you're saying because it's it's like an interesting point you make because I find just in comedy and because like you know comedy mm-hmm. is so everything everything in this industry is so subjective but especially in comedy it's mm-hmm. like there and it's hard because it's like I like a certain kind of comedy but yeah that might not fit that school they're like mm, that's like not yeah which is okay but it's an interesting thing to have to navigate because like I find I like a lot of the stuff that's really trendy like people are you know especially because you guys are in the States, like political comedy. Yeah. I can't create that because I'm not American. So just... Where, where are you at? You're... So I'm in Canada, but I'm a Australian. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Tight. Yeah. No, but that's, I mean, or, wait, what's the second thing? You're in Canada, but... I'm Australian. Oh, sick. Yeah. Wait, do you, are you, so you don't, you don't sound Australian. I don't believe you. You don't even sound Australian. What is this? I know. People don't <laughs> think I, it's like story of my life. I moved here two years ago for acting. Uh-huh. Um, and yeah, I just like, I'm just one of those people that picked up accents really quickly. Like even when I went to the US, like that's, I was just. That's, that's awesome. Like what, a, yeah. what, a, what an incredible skill. Like, like congrats to that. And also just like congratulations for not being in America right now. <laughs> Like, that's the biggest, like, I'm so proud of you. <laughs> it's a win. <laughs> Today's a win. You know, you know yeah, like, two, like, definitely, like, as recent as two years ago, d- like, coming out, <laughs> yeah. coming out here and being like, um, maybe I'll just, uh, hang out in Canada for a bit. Like, that's a very wise instinct that you, right. <laughs> wise instinct, that's a weird phrase, but like, uh, I'm yeah, here for that's it. a very smart, smart move, my girl. Smart move. <laughs> uh, someday, someday I'll be able to, I'll be able to proudly be like, you need to come to America, but, uh. Yeah, right, but not yet. Well, even with this, like, yeah. growling stuff, like, because, you yeah. know, for me at the moment, like, and I agree, because I was, like, that person that was, like, this is everything. This is all I want to do with my life. I have to study at that school. I want to be the yeah. next Melissa McCarthy. Like, you know. Exactly. Right? Like, you get, you get so wrapped up in like, oh my God, the illustrious alumni here, they yeah. are like dripping with talent. But like, there are also like incredibly talented people who like got cut from groundlings and yeah. uh, you can, you can do more research. There's like, uh, like off the top of my head, I'm thinking of like, there's a lot of really great people who definitely got cut in Sunday Company. There are a lot of really great yeah. people who who didn't even get through all of like the improv pro levels. Yeah. I think like um, the first people I can think of are like like Jonah Hill. Um, mm-hmm. There's a few other comedy people. I'm just blanking on their names, but like <laughs> these are things. These are things like as you go along the program, you'll mm-hmm. hear more and more about them, or you can you can easily I think seek yeah, out this information that. if you do the research. And yeah. I know Conan O'Brien got cut I think at one point in in the performance level or in the writing levels. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of really talented, really talented people who who um, 
you know, Groundlings is just a stepping stone. Yeah. And it really, that's, that's all you can really hope for. And in, in, uh, in many ways, that's really all that you, you should, that's the, you yeah. know, shoot for the moon. So yes, to speak. Sure. like aspire to be at main company level. But again, like some, so much of that it can be very, very subjective and can yeah. be very um, just circumstantial too. Not that, not that they're all like terrible and like only voting for like, <laughs> you know, like, I just, I just don't, I just don't like her face. <laughs> yeah, you know, like it's not like that, but just Don't like, like what she uh, does. <laughs> yeah, like uh uh it's just at, at any given point some you know uh and I remember hearing this too when I was auditioning for theater school for like college theater schools. Yeah. There, there was this woman who was like uh evaluating me at uh one of the auditions I was at and she was saying like she's trying to comfort us in the waiting room, but it ended up being a really oh, no. toxic thing because it happened to all be a bunch of like white girls like me sitting in a like like a white like br- brunette or stand standing yeah. here girls or whatever that kind of we all sort of looked like each other we didn't look like each other but like you know okay. <laughs> if you if you like if you sort of like unfocused your gaze that you see a lot of the same type of looking person and so this woman was like remember you're not um you're only competing against your own type for what it's worth you guys which is the that's uh very it's very that's very true but like something to think about even even at a place like groundlings or you yeah. see this a lot too especially ucb herald and and mod teams yeah. they're really trying to um round out a palette so to speak um mm-hmm. yeah and and so yeah you in any given thing including sunday company it's like well they they've got you know, they've got a need for this type of, uh, performer, you know, it's not, not necessarily just about, like, about, like, men, women, or race, gender, whatever, you know, that's, um, that's a whole, I'm not going to pretend like that that stuff doesn't play a role, because it's important, and this is, this has been a big discussion this year to, to increase representation, so yes, absolutely, those things play, uh, a role, and the individual experiences of folks who come into these, uh, classes and they yeah. and do create these characters from their life experiences you know you do need to have a diverse you need to create as diverse of an environment as possible so that you yeah. have as many comedic uh perspectives you know yeah. on stage okay yeah. I have a few questions so one sure. in terms of improv what did you what do you find is the hardest thing for you to learn in improv because uh, I at the moment it's me it's um just really getting out of my head. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. And uh, yeah, my number one thing that I still have is getting in my own head uh, when yeah. I do it. I think I've, I've, I've definitely, by necessity, I think I've gotten somewhat better at that. Um, yeah. But uh, one, and this is obviously a very hard thing to do right now with, with the pandemic, I think the just like the more practice, the better. And mm-hmm. finding finding stages outside of groundlings because like you said you are getting like constantly evaluated so in in a large in a in a big way a lot of these classes are kind of like a uh just like a multi-week audition process (laughs) literally (laughs) you know and so there's something to be said about doing doing a lot of outside work yeah um so like uh that's where i feel like places like ucb and also the pack theater have been um you know, just any, any other, any other spaces, uh, you know, at some point when, when all this is back up again, and if you're, you're able to come to LA and, yeah. and, 
uh, you know, explore some of the more, some of like the independent improv yeah. scene. Um, that's where you can kind of try and do, you know, Groundlings has a very specific style. I think everything Groundlings teaches is extremely applicable to wherever else you, whatever mm -hmm. else you choose to do in your career. Uh, but especially as far as improv, they do, they really do hammer home a lot of these great rules that the, the, if you're able to kind of internalize without overthinking them, which is a hard thing because, you know, you're yeah. dealing with a lot of kind of like micromanaging aside coaching and. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> at a certain, at a certain point, I would like to think, and I can't make this blanket statement about everyone's experience, but at a certain point you learn to get more comfortable and just kind of accept that you'll hear this side coaching mm -hmm. all the time yeah, even in you're... rehearsing and classes you'll you'll always hear things or, or maybe you'll start to like internalize but maybe in a more positive sense mm -hmm. the idea of like if something feels like it's a little stagnant um make a discovery which is like you know first you're first you're getting out that who what where and finding a way of yeah. first you're just trying to do that in basic you're yeah. just trying to make sure you get those who, what, where's out between the two of you and those opening lines. Yeah. Um, but once you start getting more comfortable with that, then you can, you can find more nuanced ways of approaching that. And um, yeah. then if something feels a little off or you don't feel like you've made an emotional choice, have some kind of emotional discovery. Like you just found something in the sink because 85% of improv scenes take place in an, in, in either a kitchen or a I know, right? <laughs> so, you know, see, find something in the sink or find an omen in the coffee grinds or, oh, or, I don't know. Or I like that. <laughs> more, something that can be a little bit more immediately effective mm -hmm. and, and, part of the and you can in, include your partner in that um there are going to be like a number of times where you're in scenes with somebody uh that is not giving you a lot but always like I think going in yeah. um the biggest thing that's helped me if I could only give one piece yes. of advice is just throw all of your attention on gifting your partner just try to mm -hmm. just try to just really Okay, so two things. One, just okay. try to focus on like giving everything your part, like, like making sure that you're just like, even if you're like, you're, you're co like complimenting them yeah. on like a specific, like you mentioned that you mentioned something about their, their hair, like in a yeah. scene, or you mentioned something about the shirt that they're wearing, or, you know, you're gifting them with the opportunity to have a point of view about how, how yeah. they view the world or world or how they see themselves. Oh my God, can I just say, you you've never looked better than you do in that in that polyester button down or whatever I don't know mm -hmm. but like or something about like uh, it it can be fairly arbitrary the more specific the better but also of try course. and just like uh, give give them a name right away yeah or have an have an emotional opinion about them if and if it's a negative one find a way to turn it into a positive and that can be the emotional arc of the scene yeah um, because no one no one likes watching arguments um, no. I love to, I mean, when you start noticing something getting negative or you're, or you're in a scene yeah. somebody who's trying to get like accusatory, like it is, that, that is in itself a big present to you because choosing, choosing to lose, being the person like yeah. who is at fault is so fun. Whether you choose to be really guilty, yeah. I can't help myself. I couldn't, I had to keep eating this. I had to keep eating your, your, your food or whatever. I, 
I, I have a problem. Oh, I did it again. Um, or you can choose to be unapologetic. Yeah, and I'd do it again. I'm not even sorry. You know, it's like, it's so fun to be yeah. in that. Like, that's a big gift, uh, provided that you can kind of, that, that's a way to kind of take, take, yeah, take to kind your of, power in a scene. Yeah. Like, you ever feel like it fails and someone's just like, like, I hate you, or I, I, you know. Oh, yeah. That's also, that's also, like, a really great, I will say that is, like, I think the, one of the big reasons I passed basic was because I, uh, on more than one occasion, I was paired with somebody in a scene where uh, they got really negative with me. Or actually, I do remember in basic one time a girl like straight up like called me fat and was just like, and it wasn't even, it didn't even feel like it was an improv thing. Like I was, yeah, like, like, she's, like she was just making personal. a comment about like my body or whatever. And yeah. <laughs> uh, and, she, and then she also was saying like really like problematic things in the scene. Like we were literally like in a campfire scene or something and I tried to offer her she was being really negative and I tried to offer her a s'more. So yeah. I was trying to calm her, give her an opportunity. Cause then it's like someone, when someone gives you something in a scene, you can choose to have a big emotional opinion. Well, she chose to make that super negative. And she was like, you know, she's like, you know, I'm bulimic. And like, I can't just, I can't just like eat whatever I want and get fat. Like you said something really awful like that. And then I, and then that gave me, yeah. you know, you turn that into a gift and you're like, that's right. I eat what I want and I do what I want. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a get, I'm, I like to, yeah, I'm going to, I said something like, I'm going to take up as much space in this world as I can. <laughs> like, and I'm not, and I'm not going to apologize. And then like, I think at that point, our teacher had like, he had, he, he was about to intervene and cut off the scene, I think. And like, uh, I think he was guiding her to try and get more positive. So then she eventually yeah. did take the s'more and it was like, it was probably one of the worst, <laughs> one of the worst improv scenes in the world. Cause then she took, no. she took a bite and she was, uh, like, oh my God, like he, he was like, choose, choose joy or something like that. And she was like, oh my God, it's so good. And I was like, yeah, I know it's good. That's why I eat them all the time. And she was like, I'm, I think I'm not bulimic anymore or something crazy. Like, it was a crazy, crazy thing. You know, like, like I just, you know, you can be in a deeply problematic, like someone could throw something very problematic out at you or like, this does happen a lot with women. Even I think it, yeah. the, the best intentions, there is a lot of, between men and women both, there's a lot of internalized yeah. misogyny that is trying Agreed. to, yeah. which will certainly not be eradicated from any one comedy school overnight, but like you will, I think at some point you'll inevitably on, end up on stage with someone who is just going to like reflexively make you the mother of the scene oh, or yeah. re reflexively like kind of t try and take away your power in the scene. Yeah. Um, and that immediately is, is an opportunity to turn that into a gift and to just, just yeah. make it, just take the power right back and be the weird person that's probably, be, and be the weird person that's, that's, uh, uh, yeah no I agree uh, yeah do you yeah. find for yourself like because obviously Gremlins is very character based mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um do you have any like go-to characters that you're like what do you like creating in characters what's your deal yeah I mean yeah there's definitely like you start having the go-to's in your scenes mm -hmm. um I I think there's different there are different like voices and physicalities that mm -hmm. uh 
I've I've grown accustomed to when I go into different scenes. I think um, definitely this. I have like a woman who's like always kind of like clutching her purse, and every everything that she tries or sees is yeah. like brand new to her and she's always a little and she's always scared initially and then she ends up loving it you know I have that kind of um almost kind of I guess I guess it's kind of like a bastardized Penelope Mm -hmm. like yeah Kristen Wiig Penelope it's a little bit bastard because it's not I'm not twirling my hair I mean yeah I invented the moon and I've been to the moon. I've lived on the moon. We're all on the moon. You know, I'm not like that, but it's very, there is like this quality. It's very like, I'm just trying to, I'm just, just checking it out. I'm just taking out the face. I'm just trying new things. Just seeing what I like. Just seeing what I like. Do I like it? I don't know. Hmm. Let me see. You know. Uh, I love it. Or uh, I also have like, um, like this sort of, mass every every, I think at some point every groundlings girl has had to (laughs) kind of learn to cultivate a very like anti-feminine that's not that sounds awful I don't want to say it like uh I I don't mean it the way it sounds but it is like an an anti-feminine characteristic character someone that that you take some broad strokes uh, as far as like prototypical masculine Mm-hmm. Uh, affects but like still being like I have um like this like uh this like recreational survivalist type uh character voice uh or like a woman who's or, you know whenever I'm put in like a a bar or like a meet cute kind of scene I always want to make that choice of a of a character instead of like a ultra femme type because I want to like you know uh I, I want to come off like uh like uh I'm I'm gonna let me I'm gonna order the drinks for uh for this uh this tiny little this tiny little man boy over here and myself you know or whatever it's there's something yeah something there's something there to 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 be had uh I think especially when I'm doing like the this those kinds of scenes where you're like doing a lot of nonverbal communication mm. before like a minute of nonverbal communication and then you in, then you introduce yourselves and like it's always fun to take on like a much more masculine affect than the audience was like yeah <laughs> expecting from you um and to be and it also gives you it also is like this sort of empowering kind of alpha you know if you can have something like that in your arsenal yeah. like thinking in your thinking in your mind you know like i cuz i i believe it's still something you probably do in intermediate there's this exercise called five through the door mm-hmm. and that is kind of like your that, that is more or less your final it's that alone is not what's going to like make or break your success in intermediate but like being able to shift between five different uh character affects and I remember a teacher I think it was Guy Stevenson who was kind of yeah, like yeah he was the one I think who said something along the lines of like you know you do your five through the door you know, maybe two of those are going to be like your standout, like your, your go-tos that are really strong, like maybe two. And then you have maybe one or two after that, that are like, like they, they're, they're pretty good. They're not as good as those two, like big go-tos as yours, but they're like alternate sort of points of view, power choices, um, and physicalities, voices. And then you have like one or two that are just like, 
fuck. Those are, they're just like, they're just circus, they're just circus sideshow type characters or whatever. And uh, that is totally, um, that is, that is kind of how it is. Yeah. You know, even when you're in Sunday company, um, yeah. there are people and myself included, I think it's like, you'll, you'll start to get into a groove of like pitching a lot of the same type of a character because yeah. you'll find that that's what you have the most success on stage with. That's what the audience is most receptive yeah. of you doing um and trying to kind of like pl- I don't know why but like I think I've fallen into like a something I didn't expect I I've pitched yeah. a lot of like precocious children characters which I really didn't think was something that was like my yeah. thing but the the past uh few semi-successful scenes that I've done in Sunday yeah. although it's been it's it's been very tough learning experience um but yeah. like ironically like the children characters which they tell you I remember having a teacher actually in improv at UCB tell me yeah. there's like this four horsemen thing that like you always kind of want to avoid generally playing someone who's too young mm. too old um on drugs or oh. like um insane you know like or like like a like crazy person like um you know whatever um that those those four character choices are actually really they're 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 very difficult because those people are not speaking from their highest intelligence across or they may be but like you know you it's it's also just it, it your scenes can quickly go off the rails if like your only trait is that you're you're too old to to move or whatever or, <laughs> yeah, yeah. or like you know like children sometimes just say they're they're just extremely they're random. very like honest they're, yeah they're very yeah. honest you know if you if you do the right intelligence level I think of a kid I think something that can be very fun is watching a child that's like very mature very intelligent or like yeah. um a Dennis the Menace kind of thing but there are also just like a lot of like children in real life who are like one time if you have you ever um like, I think I was just watching like someone's TikTok where she was like just reciting along with that like um have you ever you ever wanna you have a dream that's like real like and then you have and like um and uh I have a shoe or what it's like so yeah the same yeah. like being crazy you're like I'm on drugs and everything's purple like it's all of that is so like reality bending that like yeah. it's hard to follow and it's hard to like it's hard to have like a um an actual like consistent emotional choice because like the, yeah. the, those you know like or if you're on drugs or you're drunk then you're just like eh, that's true you're like Woo. <laughs> yeah. yeah you're yeah. just it, i think that you can you can have fun playing a character who's in it whose inhibitions are naturally very low yeah. um i have a character that's like a one night stand who who won't go home and she's like uh um, it's it's me mistake yeah you know, um you know fun breakfast and like at, at one point I had to write lines that were like the guy uh in the scene had to ask yeah. me if I was I was drunk and like and then I was like I don't drink. <laughs> silly I don't drink what, what? you know like some, I don't know um I ended and then I ended up cutting that out actually I wrote it in and I cut it out because I ended up not needing it after all but it was like there's something it's it's important to delineate between having like a personality and point of view and just being under the influence I do want to ask you about your TikTok experience Um. oh yeah (laughs) (laughs) 
it's like so not I'm like such a bad TikToker it's not I have like I have like acquaintances who are like really really thriving on the on the yeah, platform same. and they're able to they've been able to kind of really zone in on a niche early on and stick mm. to it and like definitely more power to them I think one thing I have learned about TikTok that yeah. I think is superficial but it, it kind of sucks but it is important is like mm. people people are a lot more forgiving about the quality the quality of what you're they're, they're more forgiving about the content of your video if you have yeah. like if you have like really good lighting and sound um or you know or conversely you have like a really strong like a really like well-timed comedic video mm -hmm. doesn't have to have great sound or video either. I think there's like, it's kind there's of like two. one or two. Yeah. And like, I, you know, ideally, like when you see the best of both worlds happening, that's awesome. But like, uh, I think, you know, between that and also just like posting ferociously, like posting like at least like, honestly, like three or more a day. Like I, I when I started doing TikToks, I was trying to just do like, one or two a day yeah. and now I definitely not been doing that right. every day and that's just not it's just not my uh it's just not my go-to like platform I think partly yeah. because some of the comedy that I do like to make it doesn't always um it, I feel like it sometimes that stuff just does better on on Twitter and Instagram that I post just yeah. because like I, I think something about the medium of of TikTok um yeah uh it's it's but yeah I mean I've seen some friends who like really really thrived with it I have a friend who um I was on a character team at the pack theater with him yeah. he's a really funny dude um but his his go-to character that he has uh cultivated quite a following with uh is a flat earther guy uh oh. so his main thing is just that he talks about like conspiracy theories and the earth being flat and then once he kind of developed, cultivated a, a big enough following, he started doing other little comedy videos, but like his best stuff has always been things yeah. that are like multi-part, like, like he just did like a seven or eight part series. I think it might still be going of like oh breaking into like an abandoned Chuck E. Cheese and like, and it's all very staged and he has like, I think oh. he has like a, an arc of what he's trying to accomplish with that there, but like he's doing well and, uh, uh, there, there are other friends too that they, they do, they do more traditional like character videos. But there's mm -hmm. like a, a, there's a certain consistency in like the the quality of the content that's really helpful. Um, this is true. Yeah. Uh, but again, I think like just because you don't like break out on TikTok doesn't mean that you're not like that's the biggest thing. You're not learning and growing as a performer. Yeah. You know. Right. I don't know. I actually, yeah, I never quite cracked the TikTok. Uh, niche or the algorithm as well because yeah. my videos get no views so it's fine I, I, I feel you see like here I feel like I kind of uh uh I got into like a really weird hole early on with TikTok <laughs> because I was just kind of putting random stuff up yeah and then one of my earliest videos was just literally uh me doing a, a tour of my boyfriend's bedroom <laughs> I'm literally just doing those because I was seeing a lot of those like random things in my Japanese home or random things in my uh 
Japanese oh yeah it's like just makes sense yeah 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 all those random things that don't make sense in my New York apartment or whatever you know and I still get a lot of those because I love watching those those are Mm. those are really fun like people love watching just the way other people live is interesting uh so when I did the random things in my boyfriend's bedroom I think there was just kind of a, a combination of it being a very specific thing no one had really not a lot of people I think have done uh, certainly, certainly guys have not done a lot of yeah. like these tour things. It's typically more of a, like a feminine practice to, <laughs> to be like, these are my succulents and this is my, oh, yeah. this is my, um, compost bin, you know, this and that, but like going through like a guy's room of like, this is his guitar that he never plays. This is his random McDonald's toy, black light. Like, uh, and that, that video, I, it went viral, but like it yeah. kind of didn't, it didn't, it didn't get, it's, it's, the likes to view ratio on it, and this is the case I feel like in most of my videos has been very <laughs> dismal. It has like a million and a half views, but like it barely, I don't think it's even, I think still it hasn't even cracked like 100K as far as likes go, which is like, yeah. you know, not, I, I, I care more about like the ratio of engagement than I actually do mm. about the view count or the followers. And I feel that way about Instagram and, and, not as much Twitter. You can't care about that on Twitter yeah. as much, but on, certainly on, on Instagram, I, I've always cared more about like, is this a piece of content that people are like receptive to and engaging yeah. with more so than like, oh, I got to get like 10,000 followers or cause yeah. like, I don't really, I, I end up like resenting, like collecting a bunch of followers and then they don't really like, engage with my stuff or like, yeah. it's just like, I certainly don't love when people treat me like I'm just a number and I don't really like to treat other people that way either. Like just beautiful. Of course I, I have to kind of get over that a little bit. Cause like mm-hmm. some of the feedback I've gotten from reps, which is, has been like, you know, you need to like, boost your social media following mm-hmm. but that there's 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 a lot that goes into that <laughs> there is uh, it's not easy like at the end of the day I still I try to just sort of divorce my feelings to an extent I'm trying to treat making videos and posting with more of a growth mindset when things mm, don't agreed. when things don't do as well I just go okay well you know I'm gonna just work on making this kind of doing this making this choice for next time I'm gonna yeah you know try this different strategy instead um you know no I agree yeah (laughs) yeah no I'm I'm the same although I have had like people like uh friends reach out to me and they were like like I had coffee with a friend last week and she was like oh my god she's like I did those like actor Instagram story videos where you like where you're like scrolling through them and she was like oh my god she's like I loved it I was like laughing so hard and I was like you didn't like it though I know I've had I've had (laughs) so many people in real life in real life you know whether it's an acquaintance at an audition or someone I take a class with or something and they will they'll call me by my name or something like they've known me and which is fine which is great and then they'll say that they really like my video or they like you know this and that and I I really do I'm learning to try and not because my knee-jerk reaction is is absolutely like well you didn't engage with it (laughs) you know like yeah your words words don't don't feed my ego likes like do ego. views feed my ego how the dare comments. you i don't care about these verbal compliments tell I me can't, i can't flex that i can't flex that shit you know 
Um, but, uh, uh, but, but also too, when that happens, like, yeah. then, you know, people are seeing your stuff and like the, the, the stronger you get with it. And yeah. as long as you remain consistent and you're working on improving, you know, not just the, the quality of the content of your characters, but also mm -hmm. just like your look, you're working on sort of like improving things like stuff that, that doesn't feel like that important, but like people really care about like more than, than I was willing to admit initially is like sound is so important. Yeah. Um, so is like just having good lighting if you can find natural lighting like even like just for this this meeting now like I've tried to specifically find a spot yeah. by my window I won't turn my camera towards it because it's very <laughs> bright but like I try to do it so that the light is coming towards me so I'm yeah. not backlit like you're look, you know the more you learn that and when yeah when you have a lot of natural light I've also learned this about TikTok specifically TikTok yeah um people are much more receptive to videos that have natural lighting and um either very good audio or like you can mm -hmm. do, or, or or that or you just you clearly see the person you can clearly see the lip sync and it's a really tight lip sync or something um yeah. people will will instinctively want to reward just like something that is just like just visually pleasing or just that yeah. sounds nice to the ear um that 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 alone like pays dividends you know and this and then also I you know that that's advice that's actually kind of helpful for that's something I wish I had known and really understood more when I started mm -hmm. making web videos and especially when I was working on my web series I made a web series yeah. that um I still really believe in the idea and I'm really proud I'm overall very proud of it yeah. but I in hindsight would have taken a lot more time and care to have really honed the look of the 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 shots right. and, and, and and definitely the sound because um you know i've tried to submit it for festivals it's been it's made it into like i've gotten like letters that back of rejection that have mm -hmm. or emails of rejection that were actually like very kind and like it actually did was clear that they had watched it and that they liked it it just wasn't a certain uh, yeah, like it just wasn't a certain quality level yeah. in terms of like visuals and sound that made it presentable in like a theater setting, which like I can, I, you have to, yeah. again, divorce yourself emotionally from that and try and look at it from a growth mindset instead of like, oh my God, I suck and my, my web series totally failed. It's like, no, I actually no. learned a valuable lesson. Like if you're shooting a scene in the kitchen, you got to unplug your fridge <laughs> because you're going to hear the fridge. <laughs> yeah. Um, and in, uh, if you can only afford to pay for a sound guy and you need a buddy to hold the camera, like if, if it's, if it's between yeah. a sound guy and a camera guy, Take pay the for the sound, sound guy. guy. Yeah. Yeah. hundred. I, the sound guy. I learned that lesson this week as well. Sound yeah. is so fucking important. <laughs> it's so, it's so important and it really, people will and this is also very true for youtube and yeah for web series for mm -hmm. any kind of video content um they'll also be very forgiving about if, if you're in a room with like horrible like halogen lighting or whatever they'll <laughs> forgive that if the sound is awesome if the sound yeah. is really good that that's that's my number one content it's advice <laughs> like, you know because no i agree the stuff i've done with the the stuff i've done with green screen um at my boyfriend's place recently is like yeah. he has a lab 
and I've been wearing a lav and some of his uh, and some of that where and it just plugs into yeah. his iPhone and he syncs it and uh, you know I'm grateful for all I, I need to learn how to do that for myself eventually oh, also, I feel le you. learning how to edit just learning how to be as self-sufficient as possible exactly this is what we need to take away from all of this <laughs> yes be self-sufficient it's on it I mean you know yeah, yeah I say that like uh, slightly cheek in a slightly cheeky tone but like I I feel like I would have like like you're doing you're doing all the right things and especially because you're posting your own content and because mm -hmm. you you know like the fact that you've reached out to me that you are actively engaging with comedy specifically comedy women that you like and admire like yeah. is such a like that is such a powerful valuable thing um the you know that that alone like that, that is, yeah. is, is so much more important. Like, I, I think I spent so much of my time, you know, really worrying about coming off the wrong way to people or like being yeah. too, too, being too shy or anxious to reach out, which is something I still struggle with. Yeah. Um, and also overly relying on others to make content with, like I, I didn't for a very long time up until fairly recently, I did not really feel confident actually even putting up my own videos just because I felt like I needed to, I needed to share the yeah. screen with someone else. I needed to do things with other people because I didn't think that I was like likable or capable enough to carry my, to, to carry myself yeah. uh, comedically. Uh, and then, and, and also too, like, the, with ed, and then also just basic editing skills and whatnot. I, I would overly rely on others to, to help me with things that, you know, if I had yeah. just taken, if I just taken the time to like get comfortable, even with iMovie, it doesn't even have to be like Adobe oh, Premiere no. or anything like that, yeah. but even oh. just learning how to get more comfortable with like shoot, using a tripod and splicing videos together on your own, yeah. demystifying that for yourself, like is so, so empowering. Yeah. Uh, and, and people will like and respect and want to work with you more when you show that you don't need to need other people to that you don't yeah. that you, when when it's when it's when it's obvious that you don't need to be carried by someone else mm -hmm. um and uh, yeah I've, I've collaborated with a lot of people and then like you know you shoot with them on on their equipment you are beholden to them to get that footage yeah to get oh, that content yeah. you know just mm -hmm. just like when you shoot like a student film and you're like <laughs> you're you know i've i've shot like a number of things that i've never seen the footage of i've never gotten access to yeah. that for my reel and it's you. and it's it, it truly i it's it's so infuriating and such a time waste such a time suck i mean you, you learn from all of your experiences i don't want to say like don't don't do these things no, get, just because you don't get the footage but, but it is like <laughs> like if you're not gonna get an imdb credit like and you're not gonna get you're not if you're not at least gonna get footage like it, it is worth considering the the value of the environment but now you know there's also like the importance of networking on set with people there's the you know the, the, the free meal is always great you know <laughs> food, food is everything yeah. honestly I was like you just feed me really good food and I am like pretty much all yours uh. yeah I've, I'm very I'm all about that free meal man I'm all about that <laughs> Well, not that pizza or that subway Ooh, that they the get subway? or whatever. <laughs>
<laughs> Give it to me. I love a sandwich. I love I'll a good anything sammy. For a sandwich. Mm. Mm. Uh, yeah. Yo, just pay me in sandwiches. Thank yeah, you. Just pay me in sandwiches. <laughs> That'd be I'm great. I'll never go hungry. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> On a diet. I will only, I, some people will work for food. I only work for food. So <laughs> yes. You keep that, you keep those dirty Benjamins away from yeah. me. Okay. I'm not I about just want that. The food. <laughs> That's great. Ooh. That's great. Uh, I, agree. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I agree. Um, okay. So I just realized we've been chatting. And we've, the time is, where does time go? Where does time go? Where does time go? <laughs> We're just having too much fun. It's just a chatterbox. I'm just a rambly little chatterbox. I hope I, I helped with some, some of the questions that you, I hope I answered I mean, some of your questions. I feel like I still have so much to ask you, but I feel like That's this is like a too. conversation. <laughs> maybe, yeah, I mean, we can, you can always ask me whatever too, and I'm happy to. Next time I'm, I'm like, um, I make. just want to zoom chat with you but it's not for the podcast it's just that's I, that's okay too that's like i'm more than happy to i'm more than happy to so, so sweet all right i'm gonna hi it's me so i know this episode ended a little abruptly uh i did realize in editing because we chatted for probably about two hours having a good old chat about all the things uh i didn't do a proper outro so that is me being a bad podcaster but this is the end of the episode i hope you enjoyed it um i'd love to get chelsea on again and yeah i hope you have a great day and i will remember to do a proper outro next time Thanks for listening to the Coffee Chat Podcast. Feel free to follow on Instagram at coffeechat.podcast and share the love. You're awesome and I hope you have a great day, night, or afternoon wherever you are and I'll see you in the next episode.